Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, good morning, everyone. As we welcome you inside Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan, Bob Pompiani here behind the microphone, Billy Steinbach. The third, a.k.a. Pomp Jr., sitting behind the glass. You call, he'll answer, he'll put you in touch with me, and we'll talk. It's 412-928-9370. That is also the number of the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. And on Twitter, you can follow the show at 93.7 The Fan, driven by Shorky Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram with locations in North Huntington and the North Hills. A big thank you to our sponsors, as I always do. I'd like to thank Allegheny Health Network for all their support. AHN, Allegheny Health Network. PNC Bank, make today the day. Number One Cochrane, go one better and drive in style with Number One Cochrane. And protected by Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman. Those guys got your back, not your wallet. 412-928-9370. I want to talk hockey. And I want those of you out there to talk hockey with me. So let's talk hockey, shall we? There's a lot going on, you know, and the Pittsburgh Penguins are doing a phenomenal job given all of the adversity that they have gone through. They are a team right now that is right behind Washington, even though they lost the other day at Tampa, and people tend to overreact to those kinds of losses. Uh, It's a good team that's playing very well at home. It's a loaded roster. They've underachieved in the playoffs the last couple of years, but they are ready to go farther this year. You can tell that. They have a Vezina goaltender and Andre Vasilevsky. They've got some talent, obviously, up front. Their power play is dynamic, depth uh, at the blue line. So it's going to be a formidable team. There's no question about that. But the Penguins are doing all of this without a lot of players throughout the course of the year. Crosby, Malkin, um, Rust, Dumoulin. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And you could add John Marino to the list now, which may alter Jim Rutherford's plans. We have the NHL trade deadline coming up here. That's only roughly 10 days away, you know, well, maybe a little bit more, 14 days away, whatever, the 24th. So, um, you know, I wonder what he's going to do, and I'd like to hear your take on what they should do. Do you think they need another guy up top, a top six guy? Do you think they need more defense in light of what happened to John Marino, or do you think they should stand pat and just go with what they have? They also um, have an interesting dynamic playing out a goaltender because Pat, Matt Murray played the other night, and uh, quite frankly, I was surprised he did. I, I thought he would go back to Tristan Jari just because – he played well against Tampa the last time they played in a losing effort, but he made 45 saves. But it goes to show you that Mike Sullivan has a lot of faith in Matt Murray. And in his two previous wins, they came against elite teams, Boston, Washington, and he put them up against the third elite team in Tampa. And although he gave up a couple of goals early, I think overall he played well again. So how do you handle that goaltending situation moving forward? It's very interesting. And I think at some point, somebody's going to take – a hold of that, and that person is going to have to ride himself in the plus. It's a great situation to have. Watch Florida tonight. Uh, they gave a ton of money to Bob Roski. And like I said, Columbus must have known that Merz Lickens was ready to go because they didn't have any problem letting him go. $10 million a year, which is absurd. He got yanked the other night as the Golden Knights of Vegas put seven goals on him in a 7-2 loss by the Panthers. But they get uh, Alexander Barkoff back tonight. 
do the Florida Panthers. That won't be an easy game for the Penguins because Florida's a team up and coming, I think, as well. 412-928-9370. Let's go to George and Manessa who wants to talk some hockey. What's up, George? How are you? Good morning, Bob. I'm good. Good. Um, I was going to talk about the goalie situation, like you said. At what point, because there's going to be a point when closer to the playoffs that he's going to have to go with one guy because um, you can't obviously alternate in the in the playoffs. But like you said, I think it's, you know, it's going to be Murray, but you still go with the guy that's hotter. If Murray's towards the end of the season, it isn't as good, then you go the other way. You go with a hot hand or you just go with the guy who do you think it's kind of a weird question to put, but how do you decide if yeah. one guy's hot? You know what I'm saying? I think George is hard to make that determination right now. I think, you know, by playing him against Boston, Washington, and Tampa, I think that shows you what Mike Sullivan thinks of Matt Murray. So I think as he's looking at this right now, and I, listen, he's won two cups. He's done a lot of good things. Uh, he's a big game kind of player. He gives up, you know, slow starts sometimes, but boy, he shows you a lot about his character when he can fight back and not give up anything else like we saw against the Boston Bruins. You know, he was down 3 nothing in that game. He didn't give up another goal the rest of the way. And those, that was the day where the, um, you know, the mock cheers came out. But um, I think ultimately at the end he's just going to know that he has two good goaltenders, which is why I would never trade one of them right now. I know some people believe that because they're both restricted and because Murray may want a whole bunch of money eventually, they're going to trade one. There's time for that, but it's not now. Would you agree? Exactly. I'd, st- I'd stay with him. Yeah. Who, who he decides ultimately will depend on how it goes down the stretch. But I think it's a nice situation to have, and there are a lot of teams in the NHL are envious of it. Yeah, it's similar when, when Flurry was still here because, you know, you had two top goaltenders. Goal and then one more quick thing about the Penguins, too, is, and I've seen this in years past when they struggle on the power play. It always seems like they're trying to make the perfect pass. And, you know, just, I mean, I know you can't shoot every time you get it because guys block shots, but it just seems like they're playing around with it and just trying to find the perfect pass and the perfect extra pass where, you know, shoot, get a rebound, whatever. I think that was in full display the other day, George, on the five-on-three for 94 seconds. They had too many opportunities to fire the puck, and they just, you know, I think they get tempted in a game featuring a bunch of skilled players, especially like Tampa, that they just want to put on a show. And, you know, at, at some point, put the puck on the net. You got two guys on the ice more than the other team, and go to work. I don't understand why. And, and listen, their, their power play has been an enigma to me. They were 0 for 11 in their last two games. They got away with it in Washington when they went 0 for 6. They did not get away with it in this game, and it cost them the game. Okay, one more thing, quick thing, too. Go Phil Mickelson. I'm glad to see him up there in the leaderboard. <laughs> yeah, he's doing well. The lefty's still, you know, he's up there in age, but he's got that crafty uh, veteran approach that a lot of these golfers develop as they get older. Thanks, George. Appreciate the call at 412-928-9370. Out to Eddie in the car. What's up, Eddie? How are you? Hey, Bob. How are you today? We're good. What's going on, Ed? Um, I was I was hoping that uh, Brandon Saad might still be on the radar if he's if he's still available. I love his game, his intensity, and he's always he's never his motor never ends. And I think he'd be a, a great replacement for Gensel's uh, injury. All right, so let's assume I, I'm sure he's still he he does cost a lot. He's six million. He has Stanley Cup championship experience with the Blackhawks. He still has some game left, even though he's up there. But what would it take to get him in your estimation? What would the Penguins have to give up? Um, I, I mean, as far as the goaltender situation, I'm not a fan of getting rid of either one of those guys, but that's certainly an option. But I, uh, I know I'm in the minority here, but Chris Letang drives me absolutely crazy when he takes some of his 
you know, risk, very unnecessary risk. And as far as I'm concerned, there is no excuse not to score in the fire, on a five-on-three in the fire play with 90 seconds. No, I mean, that's you have to do it, especially in a game like that. Thank you, Eddie, for the call. Uh, my question is what you'd give up to get him. Now, it may not be, you know, they don't, they have a number one pick. It's a deep draft. I think they want to keep that. I do. But I also think that they want to win now. Jim Rutherford has made no qualms about that. This team is put together for now. So if now is the ultimate end game, they have some some players down, you know, especially the one that sticks out is Samuel Poulin, the uh, last year's draft pick. I think he was 21st overall. He's lighting up the big Q League down there. A lot of teams light it up, but he's lighting it up bigger than most. Got a lot of points. And I think... It would be hard to trade a guy like that because I do like what I see, at least from video that I've watched. Um, and everyone has great reports on him. He's a young guy who could be here, <clears throat> maybe not next year, but year after, maybe next year for all I know. I don't know. If you're going to try to win now, and if your aim is to get Brandon Sod, or if your aim is to get Chris Kreider, or if your aim is to get uh, Zucker from Minnesota, whoever you're trying to get, you may have to part with somebody like that, or this year's number one pick, or more. The question is, are you ready to do that? Tim in the North Hills joins us right now on the Bob Pompiani Show. What's up, Tim? It's always a pleasure to talk to you, man. Thank you. Uh, I think I think Rutherford's made it clear he can't afford both goaltenders moving forward. I think most uh, people in Pittsburgh have their idea who they prefer to have. You know, the thing that speaks against Jari is, you know, he doesn't have playoff experience. The thing that speaks against Murray is he's going to be much more expensive, and he, he just he makes me crazy with the the bad goals that he gives up. Um, you know, and I'm just hoping they're playing him to increase his trade value because one of those two guys has got to go. Um, I don't know that you need, if you want to make a big splash at the trade deadline and you need to trade something of value, you may have to give up one of those guys. Not well, every but, team but has you, two you, number yeah, one goalies. Then all of a sudden you wouldn't be one of them either. You'd have only one, and then if there's an injury comes along, it could really derail your chances, don't you think? That's well, yeah, sure, but that that's the same with any team. I mean, with are you willing to take? So, but are you willing to take that chance? You're willing to just say, "All right, I'll give up a goalie." You have to deal. I think you have to deal from what your 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 strength is. And uh, how about defense? You know, obviously, I don't think I don't think they they have strength on defense. As a matter of fact, I think it's their team defense that puts them in the top seven in the league. Their defensemen. I, I think you have. One number one, you have a, one number two, and you have a bunch of number three and four defensemen on that team. They're, they don't have a big physical presence. They don't have that, uh, you know, that, that, that big, uh, stay at home, tough defenseman that, you know, doesn't seem to get hurt, that, you know, logs a lot of minutes in the playoffs. And I agree with the last guy. You know, I, Chris Latang drives me crazy. You remember a year ago we were talking about Latang, Malkin, and Kessel. One of them's got to go. And I think Rutherford was smart. He got rid of the right guy. He got rid of Kessel. You see, he's not doing anything. But getting rid of Kessel settled down Malkin's game. That irresponsible game that Malkin played last year had a lot to do with you know Kessel being on the ice. They were two irresponsible guys. But. But Latang's the one. So you're, you're Jim. I'm up against. It. I just want to get you. So you're telling me you'd trade Chris Latang right now? That's your take on him? If you got the what right I'm thing. What I'm saying is, if I needed to make a trade to make a big splash to get, you know, like the John Cullen trade, uh, Zarly Zlapsky trade of the past, I, Murray and Latang would be on my short list of guys to get rid of uh, if I was in a position to really enhance my team. You've you got to give up something to get something. I get it, and I appreciate your call, Tim. Thank you, but I disagree with that. 
because I am going strength and goal, and I'm also going Chris Letang logs 27 minutes. And, yes, I agree 100% that he pinches too much. You have to know when to pinch. You also know if there's a forward back there to back you up in case you pinch and lose, like he did the other night in Tampa Bay. It sprung a four-on-one, essentially, and that led to a goal. Um, and, and, you know, Sorelli made a great shot. I get you that. I don't think Murray played it as hard as he could have or come out and challenge, but, you know, you leave yourself in a precarious position when you do that. But that, that I, you know, th- those are his shortcomings. I get it. I love a lot of what Chris Letang does, and I and I don't think he's going to be traded. I don't think a goalie's going to be traded. I think if they're going to make a deal, it's not. It's going to be very similar to when they traded Kasperi Kapanen, who was a big top prospect, and they got Kessel as part of that because they had to give up a guy who was in their system, former number one pick. It could very well be Sam Poole, and it could very well be somebody down there the teams like that they like. As long as they believe they're going to get something in return that can help them, and I'm still believing it's going to be a top six kind of guy. 412-928-9370. Keep on talking hockey here. I'd like to hear what you have to say about the Penguins. we got the trade deadline coming up, so let me know. In the meantime, I want to remind you, when you want to cash in, you got to check out PNC Bank, committed to all those who are rooting for the home team. The PNC Virtual Wallet it is something you will love. Trust me, you're going to get a breakdown of your budget and see how much is dedicated and scheduled out for bills versus how much is left to spend. So you're going to know when it's time to buy tickets for the big game. Save up for it. Do it the right way at PNC Virtual Wallet. To learn more, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, make today the day. Virtual Wallet is a registered trademark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated, 2020. The PNC Financial Services Group, Inc., all rights reserved, PNC Bank, National Association member, FDIC. All right, welcome back. We continue right here. Bob Pompiani behind the microphone, and Billy Steinbach III is taking your calls at 412-928-9370. Once again, thank you to Allegheny Health Network, PNC Bank, Number One Cochrane, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, and in part, Ireland Contracting. Visit IrelandContracting.com, all sponsors of my program, and I sincerely appreciate that. Also want to remind you about one of the biggest food and drink testing events in the region. It's called Eat, Drink, Pittsburgh, presented by Heffern Tillotson. It's Thursday, February 20th, 6 to 9 at the Rivers Casino. Food samples from the best restaurants all over the burg. And featuring Sauced, hmm, a cooking competition between all four of our stations taking place on the Dal Grosso Foods Cooking Stage. Sauced. Do you have to be sauced to be in sauced, or are you just saucing the sauce? Beer, wine, liquor samples from all over Pittsburgh and beyond. The Pittsburgh Brewing Photo Booth. Visit 937thefan.com for more details. Ticketing information, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back to the lines we go. We're talking hockey, and I'm curious about your goaltending situation, what you think, and also about what you think Jim Rutherford may or may not do at the trade deadline, which is coming up on the 24th of this month. But before I do that, some tweets. You can tweet me up, at KDPomp. Game day says, time to start Jari again. 2.15 goals against and 17 wins. Murray, 2.85 goals against and 16 wins. I'd be more interested in save percentage, which, again, is in Jari's favor, which is why I don't think Mike Sullivan is going to give up on him, which is why I think he'll start tonight in Florida. Uh, Michael Kloss on Twitter at KD Pomp. He says, Saad is 27, 20 goal scorer, makes too much to give up pool in first round pick maybe. All right, so Michael says give up a first round pick to get somebody like Saad. What do you say at 412-928-9370? Let's go to Finleyville. we got Steve on the line. Hello, Steve. How are you? Uh, good day, Mr. Pompiani. What's going um, on? Uh, not much. It's a big Saturday here in Pittsburgh, man. I'm, you know, we're talking hockey now. You get the two college basketball teams. Well, three, actually. Um, 
my guys are out by the airport, but that's all right. We'll talk about them at another time, Bob. Uh, the Penguins, uh, the, the goaltending, believe me, man, I think we all know who who our coach is, um, he, who he would probably go to, and it's obviously Murray for the proof that, that he's done in the past. But I think that's yet to be seen. We'll, we'll see. Sure, he's favoring him right now, maybe starting him right out of the All-Star break. But, Man, there's a lot of time. There's a lot of time left in this season, and I think that'll work its way out. In the end, I think it's going to be Murray, but that doesn't mean – that's just my my opinion from afar, Bob. Yeah, Steve, now, I think it will work its way out, and I also think it depends on who the competition may be in the, in the series because Murray cannot handle the puck like Jari does. I think that is something no that doubt. if you want to help your defense, you got a guy who can do that, it saves yep. you – the pounding that a good forechecking team might put on your defenseman. And, and you're you know, absolutely we've seen right. injuries result from that because they're getting pounded on behind the net. I don't know. Both have good attributes. I like both. I think he's going to go. I think he'll go with Jari tonight. I really do. If he doesn't, that tells you a lot about where he is right now. But I don't know why. You know, Jari has not played as well as he did early, but it was going to be impossible for him to match those numbers all season anyway. He was playing at yeah. such an amazingly high level that for him to continue on that was going to be unrealistic. So I think I would not just forget about Tristan Jari, and I don't think he will. I think he'll start him tonight. No, no doubt, Bob. I, I I agree with you. I think tonight, I think he, I think Jari will get to start tonight. And, and hey, if Jari starts matching um, what's a Elvis over, over over in the West, over West in Columbus, there like he's doing, um, you know that guy's playing incredible right now too. Uh, yeah, so we can't just. Yeah, just throw games, and, and the Penguins don't do that. They don't just they, they play bad sometimes, but this is a pretty good team. Sullivan's done a really good job. But Bob, what I want to ask you—I don't know if you get time to answer it or not. Um, I was talking to Mister Steinbach off the air. Chris Letang's contract ends in what 2021 at the end of that season, correct? Uh, I'm not sure exactly, but it's it's not this year for sure. He has time left okay. after this year. Okay, so so there's still there's still a bit of value on this contract. At the end of the year, with the way their defensemen and the way they just keep bringing up guys and trading for guys like they did with Marino at, at the beginning of the year, what, what do you think? Well, how much do you think that that life is left here in Pittsburgh for '58? Well, because at some point, Bob, here and I'll let you finish it off. You know, you're going to have to knock off some price somewhere to. Uh, yeah, because you, you're not trading Malkin and Crosby. Go ahead, Bob. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. I'm glad you allowed me to talk on your show. <laughs> um, no, I appreciate the call, Steve. Thank you. Uh, I think if I'm going to sit here, I, I won't guarantee that Chris Letang will end up a Penguin for the rest of his career. I don't know that I can answer that. What I do know is they're not going to trade him right now. I do think Jim Rutherford is smart enough to know and listen to every offer he gets. You'd be crazy not to. And if something comes along that really blows you away, that you would never expect. You have to listen. You may have to do it. But I want Chris Letang right now. I do. I want him to be part of a team that I think can compete. Without him, I think there's a major void on the blue line. And, yes, I know a lot of people out there have things about him they don't like. I understand it. But he's, he is a, a player who occupies so much ice time. He's, his quickness and speed help so many things. When he and Dumoulin are together, that's the best pair that they can possibly be. He's one of the top in the NHL, and Dumoulin's going to come back at some point. But I wouldn't do that trade, not now. He would not be on my radar to trade. I want to win, and I think he's a big part of it to win, if, if I'm the Penguins answering that question. 
Let's go to Jill in Pittsburgh. Hey, Jill, welcome to our Saturday program. How are you today? Hi, Bob. Oh, so good to talk to you. It's been a while. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you picking up the phone or whatever you're calling on. Okay, I wanted to talk about the a penguin's trade. Now, this has got me really think I'm obsessed with this right now. And I'll, if you'll bear with me, <clears throat> I'll explain what I'm saying. If it was just Jay Gensel who had gone down, okay, I could see trading for a winger. Everybody's talking about it. But, but Cahoon's still out, Dumo's still out, and now Marino's out. So now do they need a defenseman? And what's, what I don't understand, I mean, it just seems like there's too many holes right now to make one, that one trade can't fix it. And, boy, I'd really hate to lose. We finally got our system built up again. I'd really hate to lose uh, the the young Pullen or Addison or Laguerre. I don't want to lose it it's because Sid Mulk is going to be around a while, and those guys are going to be coming up, and we're still going to be good. I realize that, but I think if you're trying to win, Joe, I think – He's done this before. He's traded Kasperi Kapitan to get a Phil Kessel. He's done that. She's shown you that he's willing to give up a prospect. And, and since you have a number one pick this year, he may be willing to give that up. It is considered to be a deep draft. Or it's going to take somebody within their system. And I think you, ha- you can't have it both ways. But to answer your question about there's still a lot of time left before April uh, the 10th or whatever uh, the first day of the playoffs are. So, therefore, I would expect Dumoulin to be back. I would expect John Marino to be back. I don't know this for sure, but we'll find out. I would expect all healthy or unhealthy people to be back. And I think by virtue of that, you're going to have a, a pretty good and deep, talented roster. Uh, when you look at Dumoulin, Latang, and Schultz, and the San Marino's back, even if it'll take him till the end of the um, regular season, I'm not sure because I haven't heard specifics on that. you got Johnson who's playing well. Patterson, Ricola, um, Chad Ruedel. There are a lot of guys. Yes, I love this team. Love them. What I'm saying to you is I think there's a surplus there, although I would be tempted not to trade that. I think my my thing would I'd trade a number one pick or I'd trade somebody in their system to get what they wanted. And if that wasn't enough, then I'd, I'd, I would hope someone would take Galchenyuk. I would throw in Bukestad just as a being a wonderful GM that I am. I'll give you all that. But I don't know if they'd want that. So my point is there are not that many trade options available. Goaltenders off right. limits for me. I'm not trading goaltenders, period. I am not going right. to give someone else an advantage I have right now, and maybe I have the best advantage in goal. That, to me, is where it all starts when it comes to winning playoff games. Well, I just have Jim Rutherford outsmarts out us all and knows what to do. Well, he's a crafty <laughs> old veteran, the Fox. He's not, yeah. afraid. He's, he's not afraid to gamble either. You know, as he told me once, I've been in this game long enough. I don't need to be worried about what some of these young guys are worried about their job security, you know. So he just yeah. he does what he thinks is best to try to win right now. And I think, okay, Bob. Thanks. All right, Joe. Good to hear from you again. Thank you very much for calling at four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. Perry Rotolo on Twitter at KD Pomp says, "Don't the Penguins need a defenseman more than a winger now that Marino is out and Dumoulin is not even skating yet? Pens can't do both without depleting the organization." Agree. Uh, well, first of all, again, I I have to know Perry exactly the time frame on these things. Dumoulin's thing was going to take months. We knew that. But if he's back before the end of the regular season and gets some time, and if he's healthy into the playoffs, I mean, that's like acquiring a, a top two defense, defenseman. So I don't – they know that. We don't know that at this point. Every move they make will be predicated on what they know heading into the playoffs. It's not going to be now. They're not going to react now to an injury to John Marino. They don't have to do that. 
They're firmly where they are, second place in the Metro. Yes, Columbus is coming on big. I get that. But they, they know what they are capable of doing. They still need what they need, and that is a top-six winger, in my opinion. Because Gensel's out. If Gensel wasn't out, I wouldn't worry about that. Because I don't know if Brian Rust will continue to be on this crazy streak he's on. I don't know that. He may cool off. And what other options are there in terms of point-producing wingers on this team right now? If Rust cools down, who picks up the slack? You'll get goals here and there from Hornquist. You're going to get goals here and there from Simone. But you're not, you need a sniper type. You do. And that's why Zucker, to me, is still the most likely choice. And I know Billy Guerin knows Jim Rutherford, and I know Jim Rutherford knows Billy Guerin. It may be hard to do or it may be easier to do because of that. But I think Zucker remains their choice. He's signed. He's 28. He's fast. You want speed up front, guys who can play. I'll tell you another one. is a guy, And I was watching last night this game because of my man Elvis. I'm now intrigued by Elvis Merzlikens from Columbus. But Andreas Anathasiu, who is a really good player with Detroit, um, he's also playing on a crappy team, and they need more help than just having him around, although they like him. So maybe they don't want to get I don't know if they do or don't want to get rid of him. But I was watching him last night. He does the kinds of things that a top six guy, a guy like Crosby, would appreciate, I think, or Malkin, whoever he plays with. Real quick, let's go to Jeremy in Pittsburgh. Hey, Jeremy, how you doing? Hey, Bob, how you doing today? I'm good, thanks. Hey, I don't know where I was trying to peruse it online, and uh, with Marino uh, going down, I'm not really not knowing how long he's going to be out. I don't know if it was a blogger or a conspiracy theory, um, but the rumor that I read, the story I read was that, that there was actually going to be talks with the Penguins. It was going to be a first-round pick, Galchenyuk, um, Ricola, and something, and another prospect to the Rangers for quieter install. If that was a fruition, if that was true, would you pull off, Would you pull the trigger on that trade? All right, say it again. I heard Stahl and Kreider. You know, yeah. I, I like so both we of those guys. Been, but yeah, so what I so, so what I read was you get Stahl and Kreider back, and I know Kreider's only on his expiring contract. It would be our first round pick, Galchenyuk, uh, Ricola, and another like a like a mid level prospect. No, I would want. I don't more. Know if if was, I were the Rangers, I'd want a lot more than that. And I also don't yeah, think they're going to make a trade within their own division. I really don't. Okay, like I said, I, I can't remember where I read it. It was, it could have been just some conspiracy website, but I, it, it interests me because I do think they need to address uh, defense uh, with Marino going out um, and the unpredictability of how long he's going to be out. Um, so I, I do think that getting an added depth defense would be would uh, be a good idea at the trade deadline as well. But I appreciate yeah. the time. It may be, you know, and thank you. It may be one of those things where he only gets a. You know, a guy, a veteran guy who's been around like a Mark Streit or a Ron Hainsey or somebody like that, somebody to come in who has experience, veteran, he may and give up nothing to get him. I don't know. But it's it's very interesting to see how this team is, you know, put together or, you know, put together with bandage right now because they've been so injured. It makes it more difficult, but it's a really good team that I think has a ten, has a chance to go deep in the playoffs. If they get the right piece up front, I still think they need one of those. All right, welcome back. We continue here. Bob Pompiani with you. And a reminder to follow our sponsors, Allegheny Health Network, Health for All. PNC Bank, make today the day. Number one, Cochrane, go one better. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, and Ireland Contracting. Visit IrelandContracting.com. Title sponsors of the nightly sports call. You can see that show every night, seven nights a week, 1035 Pittsburgh's. CW, and I'm very happy that we've been able to sustain an almost an entire hour of hockey talk. I want more of it. We got this from Mark Schillenberg uh, on Twitter, at KD Pomp. You can hit me up there. He says, uh, thank, thank you for making what I feel are the two most, most pertinent points 
a lot of people need to understand. Number one, we need two, possibly three goalies to win. And number two, you need Latang to win. None of them are going anywhere. And I agree, and that's what I've said, Mark. So Chris Latang is important for this team, and I know people out there, I see it already, uh, they won one without him. I get it. This is a team, however, that needs those minutes, that needs a guy out there doing everything that he does. Does he take risk too much? Yes. That's part of his game. It's part of anyone's game. As long as you realize, and, and he needs, to, it's a work in progress with him still to this day, just to make sure that he knows when to take it, when not to take it. Yes, every now and then it's going to result in an on-band break. And when you got, you know, firepower like Tampa has, they're going to make you pay sometimes. But I still want Chris Letang on my team. Um, down the road, can there be a trade for him to somebody? I don't know. But right now I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm not doing it. I'm not trading goaltenders. I think for me to trade anything, it's going to be a first-round pick or someone within my system, a prominent prospect. You may not like that because we're, ga- we're sort of geared in this town to keep prospects. Everybody loves prospects. But the truth is most prospects never, uh, and, and this is not so much true of hockey, but it is in other sports, specifically baseball, they, they, you hardly ever get what you think you're going to get, you know. Uh, and if I could win right now, if I'm a GM, if I know I could win and somebody's going to come in and help me right now to win, and that's my goal, I think I'm not passing that up. And I think that's the way Jim Rutherford is wired right now. He's not very anxious to give away prospects that he likes, that he drafted especially. But in order to get what he needs, if he thinks this team could win, why would you pass that up? The days of Latang and Malkin, you know, you, they're already in 13 years. They may go another five strong. Build around it. Try to win now. Don't worry about that. And I'm okay with that. And like I said, I think it's the opposite approach of you know baseball teams that tend to want to kick the can down the road. I'm not willing to do that when I have a chance to win. I think everyone who's in a position to try to win should try to win. And that's not news for me. That's the way. I, that's how I do business. And I realize there's a future cost to it all, but so be it. Um, you're trying to win now. And if you win one, man, they're hard to get. If you get another one. It would take this team into an even more elite category. 412-928-9370 is that number to call. So you let me know if you want to talk more about this. I'd love to do it with you in terms of what the Penguins may trade, what they should trade. I think goaltenders are off limits. And where do you think, you know, I'm looking at this matchup situation, because it's never too early. We're in February already. The playoffs will start in a month and a half or so. Uh, And when you see matchups that are intriguing, because I think there are some intriguing matchups, the question for the Penguins is, which of these teams would you want to match up with? As it stands right now, they're second. Columbus is third. Columbus is really playing well. Like I said, they got this young goalie, and they're just building on him, um, which is why they made Bob Roski available, because this kid was coming up. They knew him. Elvis Merlis- Merliskins. I can't even say his name. Merliskins. Mer- I'm going to get this right. Mers Lickens. Just call him Elvis. Murs Lickens, he's been terrific. He got another shot. I watched that game last night, and I was shocked. You know, he wasn't called upon with Detroit to make too many saves, but the ones he did were really good. And I think, you know, he's just carrying a team. Now, he may be playing way over his head, and I think at those numbers, five shutouts in eight games, it's way over his head probably. But uh, he's going to be their goaltender moving forward, it looks like. Pittsburgh would play Columbus in the first round if that were the case. The Washington Capitals would take on uh, see there, they'd get the first wild card team. And so that would be, who would that be now? That would be Carolina, I think. Okay, whatever the case, Washington would do that. And, and the likely second round would be Pittsburgh-Washington if they both win and do what they're supposed to do. So uh, I don't know. 
You're going to face Washington at some point. I don't like the system where you meet them in the second round. It should be an Eastern Conference final, but so be it. That's the way it is. Anyway, the Penguins are in Florida tonight. That's not an easy team to play against, although Bob Roski gave up seven goals, six actually, in his last game before he was yanked. Um, Vegas won that game 7-2. to The Penguins would like to get their power play in order. they got to shoot more. they got to do little things. It's funny uh, how that works. It's the same group of players, essentially, and yet they get a five-on-three and go back to their old habits. And sometimes that's uh, – that. no matter who you are, uh, you know, is the coach and who's chirping these uh, instructional uh, items to the players, they just revert back to trying to make the perfect play. Sometimes the perfect play is shooting. Just shoot the puck to the net and go to work. They have enough net front presence there to get rebounds, especially operating with a two-man advantage, and they didn't do it in that Tampa game. And that power play has been a problem spot all year. Um, even 0 for 6 in Washington, they got nothing to show for it, but they did win the game. 412-928-9370, we'll continue to talk this. I also want to get into XFL. Pop it easy, brother. Will you? Oh, hello, Andrew Filipponi. Hey, Andrew, we did a whole hour talking hockey. How about that? With calls. With calls, just calls. That's it. How you doing? Why are you here again? Oh, because you're nationally owned and loaned. Huh? Oh, Pony and Page is coming up right at 1 o'clock. Okay, good. You're everywhere. Love you too, Andrew. You can see Pony twice a week on the nightly sports call. Always quick, to the point, with very hot takes. 412-928-9370 is that number to call. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.